The Lord be with you. My name is Philip Anderson. I'm the area dean of Wigan and the hub leader of the parish of Wigan Northwest. It's Sunday the 4th of October, the Feast of St Francis of Assisi. The reading this morning is St Mark chapter 12, verse 41 to 44. And Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums, and a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who were contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Francis of Assisi, one of the greatest of Christian saints, is celebrated, among other things, for his reputation as a man who encouraged people to recognise themselves as creatures in a relationship with the Creator, like the rest of creation. In the 20th century, the Franciscan life was revived in the Church of England. A good friend of mine is a friar. That's the name for the brothers who follow in Francis's tradition. Monks put down roots in one place for life, Friars move from place to place, inspired by the earliest apostles. In my parish of Wigan Northwest, we have a church dedicated to St Francis, in part inspired by a young man from Pemberton who joined the Society of St Francis in the 1960s and died very young, but full of the love of God. He inspired those who knew him. The saint himself died at the age of 45, possibly having contracted leprosy from those he embraced and lived among. The scars his body received became interpreted as copies of the marks of the nails in the hands of Christ. And both explanations, leprosy and divine blessing could be true. Like many of the great saints, Francis has attracted legends and some of the mythology about him distracts or distorts the heart of his message. He underwent a dramatic conversion of life, having grown up spoilt and ungrateful, the son of ambitious parents who had worked very hard to provide every opportunity money could afford. That's part of what makes his story timeless. His conversion saw him turn his back on wealth and dedicate himself to God, giving away all his possessions and gathering others to focus on prayer and embracing poverty in a way that unsettled people then and now. His conversion began when he had set off to join the Fourth Crusade, kitted out by his father in golden armour. On the way, he was overcome by God 
and shown the error of seeking glory in this way. This proved to be prophetic, as the crusade ended up attacking fellow Christians in the East, driven by a desire for wealth and earthly glory. Francis returned home to humiliation and a growing closeness to Christ. Like the woman in the gospel story giving her tiny donation at the temple, he pointed to the mystery of who God is revealed in Jesus. Not the God we often imagine, a proud, rich, controlling king, but a poor God who reveals the riches of love and humility, who made us all but does not control us. As we look to the future and give thanks for all our blessings, Francis points to Jesus himself, challenging and inspiring us to turn our lives around towards love. So let us pray. We pray today for those who live the Franciscan life, especially in the Church of England, for all inspired by their example. We pray for all those who embrace poverty and those whose poverty is not voluntary. And we ask that the kingdom would be revealed among them. We give thanks for their generosity and faithfulness. We pray for ourselves, for the church in Wigan, for our town and all our neighbours, that we would be challenged and inspired by saints in this generation and that we would hear God's call to direct our lives entirely towards him and our neighbours in love. And we pray for those who are outcast, like the lepers Francis embraced. Help us to be alongside those it is hard to love and to bear the stigma of living among them, as Jesus has shown us and has has been revealed in the life of the saints. We say together, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.